We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. With dots over the letters and everything, it's... it's <laughs> It sounds so American of me. It really right? I was just about to say Right, because really, I'm complaining about people that, that, that don't have American names. Yeah, whose names aren't Jordan Cooper. Right. Mm-hmm. Like a nice a nice young man like DeAndre Yetzel. <laughs> like, that's an easy to pronounce name. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Join in this Thursday, April 4th by Jordan Cooper to talk about Saturday's daily fantasy Premier League slate. Jordan, we had some midweek action. How'd yours go? Uh, on on Tuesday, I think I did okay. Or maybe I didn't. No, I didn't. I don't remember. I didn't play yesterday. I, I had stuff to do. And then I was like, well, maybe I'll put together a lineup or something. And I saw it's like, okay, it's man. It's all the top teams. And they're all, it's basically, you can have to fade someone that you don't want to. And then there's no midfielders to play. And then I just said, screw it. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's one of those things where you're, it was a slate where you're reminded that you really don't have to play every single slate. No, you don't. I mean, I would have had I had the time. I was out doing. I didn't realize that we'd have these midweek slates in the middle of April. Mm-hmm. So I scheduled other stuff, and I'm like, uh, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna play where I have to choose between like five Man City players and 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 Hazard and and Kane and Erickson and all at once. Right. And then, like, have to, like, do I play N'Golo Conte and then center backs? I mean, like, I'm looking at this going, if, if this seemed a little bit easier, maybe I, I would have. I mean, it made for a great GPP slate, I'm assuming. But uh, I feel like we say, we've said that for, like, 75 podcasts in a row. Like, very rarely are we like, this is a great cash slate. No, no. A lot of times, a lot of times you get that where, where the lesser teams play. And you could kind of fill in like floor plays where you don't, you know, you don't have to guess as much of the top team scoring goals. But that seemed like a, a, a slate where 
Like you have to you have to take a stance on one team, and then kind of roll with it. Yes. Um, that's the total opposite of this Saturday slate, which is just a great cash slate. Maybe not. Re- well, it, yeah, Maybe. I guess so. <laughs> it feels like have we played this slate? It, I think <clears throat> like a hundred times. This slate. Yeah, I like no, they're like almost this exact slate with the exact players, just that they're playing like the Each different other. teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's the same six teams. I we I I almost guarantee we played this three game slate with these six teams just playing different people. Yeah, I, there have been, it it may have even happened twice because I feel like we've had this whole conversation of like, okay, we'll start with Madison and Frazier and then like, all right, do you want the Crystal Palace guys? Do you want Richie? Do you fade Richie? Oh, there's, there's McNeil. If JBG comes back, like maybe I should just post last Saturday's or whenever that was slate podcast and. We'll take the rest of the afternoon. Right, just right, just post the clips from other podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Of the two other slates that it was just like this, because it's pretty much going to be the same analysis. I mean, really, what what else can what, what else can we say? I mean, the the three games in the slate, uh, and at least they're all at the same time, which is great. At Ten a.m. Mm-hmm. Eastern, and because the uh, the Great Britain, they're they're back. They're they're right. They're they're back in the normal time zone. Or we, I think we or were where where we're at least even up, whatever, whatever you want to call it. But uh, Leicester is a minus currently. These are pinnacle lines, minus one thirty nine, away favorite against Huddersfield. Uh, that's a two and a half total. None of these are high total. I no, mean, uh, right. Uh, then we got uh, Burnmouth plus one hundred nine home to Burnley. That's the highest total, but it's barely. But I mean, it's two and a half, barely. And uh, Newcastle at home plus one fifty six to Crystal Palace, and that's p- practically a pick 'em. Mm-hmm. Probably on a neutral on neutral ground, Crystal Palace would be the favorite mm-hmm. based on these lines. So looking at this, you're like, okay, I don't have to worry about I don't have to worry about Liverpool. Don't have to worry about Man City. Don't got to don't I got to fade Harry Kane, right? I got to mention Arsenal because I always forget that they're a good team. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to worry about rostering two point Pogba. Back to the regression to the mean, regression to the mean. Yeah, that that was that was the whole thing about Tuesday's slate. I remember Tuesday's slate was uh, you can't spend all your salary, right? Unless and you, if play you did, you lost. Yeah, and if you did, you lost. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. on that slate, it was kind of like, well, if you if you left if you left eighteen thousand on the table and had McTominay and Fred, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if you had all the defensive midfielders in your lineup, you probably did extremely well. <laughs> yes. Yes. But I don't think this is this is not the slate. No, um, for that <clears throat> to uh, to uh, finish that um, comparison from it was actually two or three weeks ago. Uh, we had this exact slate, except instead of Crystal Palace, we had West Ham. Okay, but, but the five other teams are exactly the same. Okay, and, and West Ham doesn't really change change anything i mean it just can't come oh do it instead of uh zaha townsend milivojevic we're thinking about yeah right all those guys so it's we have some more forward eligible guys on this slate because of crystal palace right <clears throat> i'm surprised that they're, they're not but uh, their forward eligibility is leaving is is disappearing everywhere mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and not on the right and on, on the wrong guys not on the right 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 on the right and the wrong guys because yeah. i look at this and i go like what makes McNeil and Goodmanson really forward eligible? Mm-hmm. They don't because they don't play a four three three. They play a four four two. Almiron technically is probably shouldn't be forward eligible. It's a weird one, right? I at least when Bournemouth did play a four three three, he did play in the front three. Mm. But looking at, I mean, we, we're mentioning everyone. Yeah, yeah. In the I I I think the 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 issue this slate is going to be that. From a baseline standpoint, mm-hmm. most of the players, especially the forward eligible ones, are slightly overpriced. It's in the context of the slate, they're efficiently priced. Right. But just from a just a raw projection standpoint, mm-hmm. like I, 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 I see the mid the midfielders, I think you get better value on Agreed. than the forwards. But you got a roster too far. But forwards, you have so. right. I'm going to, we'll get to him, but I think there's one forward that you would never play that I think you should play on this slate. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out who the hell that is. Okay. 
we'll get there. That you would normally never play. Mm-hmm. But on this slate, you would. Yeah. Well, now I'm intrigued. Yeah. I think, yeah. Because obviously, it's not that we are lacking floor forwards on the slate. It's just that if you take those guys, you're leaving yourself exposed to the midfielders that you actually want to get high floors from. Right, and there's really, to, to me, I, I in, in, on first glance, of course, we're recording like 15 minutes after the salary. <laughs> right. But but uh, looking down even at the lower end of midfield, I don't really, other than if there's some rotation or some, you know, people that you wouldn't have expected to be in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see like low-end midfielders that I'm really thrilled about playing at all. I agree. I mean, to, so, to put that in perspective, like Wilfred Ndidi's 5,000. Right, so like he's not even under 4K right. to like throw right. in or something. Exactly. So who, I think uh, from for? a construction perspective, but I think from a construction perspective that uh, paying up a defense is not going to be needed. Agreed. All, all of the guys that you ever think of to pay up in defense aren't even on this slate. So like you're, if you're paying up a defense, it's not because of a guy that you want, that you normally pay up for. It's only, he's only expensive because of the slate. Right. Like the forwards. Right. I think in GPP, I think uh, Vardy is going to be popular. I agree. Uh, I don't, he's not a cash play. I agree he's, with he that. Doesn't, he doesn't, he's the highest goal scoring odds on the slate, mm-hmm. but it's still under 50%. Right. And it's not like he's a prolific shooter anyway. Right. So 8,500. There are forward options to play. Like you don't, you don't, you don't need to take that goal dependent of a player that doesn't really shoot. Do you think Vardy's higher owned in GPP than Callum Wilson? I think, well, yeah, because Lester is a bigger favorite. Okay. But I think those would be the two higher owned goal dependent forward plays, eighty five hundred and eighty three hundred, outside of the of the the midfield forward options that are more cash viable plays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think that they're makes... almost they're almost making it easy for you to know which forwards to play in cash because the midfield forward ones are the guys. Right, but that also makes someone like Rondon to be a good GPP play. Sure. At his price at 8000 yeah, yeah, absolutely. People say we don't talk about GPPs much, but I mean, but that's about as much as you could talk about it. But I think that the decision that you're making is you're taking two of five players, potentially. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. And they're, they're, and they're all of somewhat expensiveness. I'm going to make the argument that you should only take one of them. Well, you have to take two forward-eligible players. Uh, that is correct. And you're going to only take one and just, just try to submit it without a forward spot? No, I think only one of these five. One of the five? Of these that five I'm forwards mention, that, you, that you are going to name, I think you take one of them. And then someone else that is not has not yet been named. Correct. Okay, you say okay. that we, we we've actually not game. named anybody yet, but yes. Right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play that game. Okay, think, okay, let's play that game. Okay, I'm I'm interested. Now. Okay, you're gonna have to sell me on this because I I don't see where you're going. But, okay, uh, but the the ones that you mentioned are literally the ones that are midfield. Yeah, that's what I was right. saying. They they are they're giving the answer. Zaha, away. Townsend, McNeil, Goodmanson, and Almiron. Yep, and I think they're all slightly overpriced. They are. So. Like, you know what you get? I mean, why do we have to describe the players? I mean, you kind of know Zahad Townsend, you know. Zahad's more of a shooter and getting fouls drawn. Townsend's more of a crosser. Uh, Both are not going to have any set pieces. Mm -hmm. Uh, McNeil and Goodmanson, that's going to be dependent on Burnley's lineup. Mm -hmm. If if JBG starts, I prefer JBG over McNeil. And if JBG doesn't start, I obviously prefer McNeil. Mm -hmm. Unless... It's Brady that's in. Right. That we've said for weeks that yeah, has it just never, never happens. Yeah. <laughs> We're those and then, people. And then Almiron at 6,700. I know we've played him a bunch and he does have a floor. And we, we a lot of times we played him on slates where we're looking at fo- other forwards that have like no floors. Mm-hmm. So at least Malaron has something, mm-hmm. but he's also cheaper than the other guys. So I could understand that like if you need the salary, like you're gonna pair like Almiron and Townsend, mm-hmm. 
Or are you going to play, you know, the, use Almiron because you, you want to fit in three higher-priced midfielders and you're going to, you need the 1,000 or mm-hmm. something that you need. Uh, I, I think what you have to do for your second forward is compare them to any midfielder that you could, any midfielder. And then decide. Maybe you still have to fill forward spots. Yep, no, you still I, agree. Fill forward I agree. Spots. And then you look at the whether the, I think the floors of the guys below Almiron are almost the same as the floors of the midfielders below that price as well. Maybe a little, maybe a little lower than that. I'll call right, it. Well, 6, I, I think I think I think all of the players that I've mentioned, I'd rather play the midfielder that's available at that price over the forward. Correct. In every situation, even Almiron at yes, sixty seven hundred. I agree with that because you could play Moy at sixty eight hundred, mm-hmm. and I'd rather play him over Almiron, but they don't fill forward spots. Mm-hmm. So now I'm wondering, mm-hmm. like, you play one of these guys and this mystery person. Mm-hmm. Are 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 you okay? I'm I'm gonna guess. Yes, please. I'm not gonna guess on the player. I'm oh. I'm gonna guess on the the approach. Okay, based on what you just said about comparing them to midfielders. Mm-hmm. Are you saying that uh, instead of playing, uh, getting it's kind of squeezed in the in one of the midfield spots, that you're essentially kind of punting the second forward spot to a more goal dependent player that. It's still better than any any of the midfielders of that price. Yes. Okay. So th- that that's that's the approach. Yes. That you're doing. Yes. But who 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 is that? I mean, it, that could literally be anyone that's starting. Mm-hmm. But there's one so that, that I looked at. <clears throat> one specifically. One specifically. Is it Jordan Ibe? It is not. Okay. I mean, it's midfield forward eligible. Right. I mean, it could be. A, a, is it a Yosi? No, but I do think some people might go there, okay. and I would get that. I'm trying to look at people that are. St- I mean, you're, you're, most of these you're, guys aren't even starting. You're too much looking at guys that you might consider. <laughs> this is. A I'm, guy. A, I'm, I, I'm looking to see if people are starting. Mm. Like I'm, the, I'm looking the going. Is Carlin Grant? Okay, fifty-six hundred. He's. Taken six shots, three on goal in two games. I'm not even looking at the two goals that he scored, but if you want that, that's fine. Right, because so your 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 cash build you're saying includes taking the the second forward, who is first uh, forward. This... No, no, no. He's the lead guy now. Mounier and, and no, 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 no. I'm no. I'm I'm sounding second forward in your lineup. Oh yes, right. For your the biggest forward spot is right. Exactly. Yeah. The the the. I mean, it's a three game slate. Let's not go. Yeah, I I know. Come on. Mm-hmm. At home, for a side that's already been relegated, and I think paying fifty six hundred for him is better than sacrificing a midfield spot. Because I think but, if uh, you if you pay for let's just say JBG and Townsend, you're going to end up with some sort of you're going to end up with Indeedy, and I think I would rather play. No, no, you no, you don't. You could do it. You're you're going way down at defense, like way down. Wait, no, I'm 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 I'm, I'm uh, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yep. So I'm I'm so, willing to take a punt on a forward than play a center back. Really, I I would think that the the more optimal approach would be the the opposite. Well, I'd like to see. But how I'm also you're the same person that, that played McGuire when he got a red card, so maybe I shouldn't be right. talking. I played him too. He's out though, so like we don't even have to worry about that. <laughs> But 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 the point that I I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But it's a matter it's a matter of the midfielders are too valuable that you want three good ones. Yes. Now, however you accomplish that, now you have to decide between them. Sure. But yes, it's going to be involving either going down somewhat at forward. That's why I mentioned Almiron. Yeah. No, I get. That's I, what I'm like at, I get at Almiron's level. Like you you can get. Good midfielders. Because you could play like Almiron Goodmanson, and you could get three higher-priced midfielders. But you still have to go—you're going to have to take at least one, like, 3,200 center back. Yep. At least—possibly two. At least—right. 
They're not. We got some cheap fullbacks, but they're probably worth nothing. Anyway. They're they're right. They're they're uh, glorified center backs center dressed back. as fullbacks. Right. But I think that's the that's a strategic thing that you'll be thinking about this mm-hmm. night. I guess that's the way I was like looking it's, it's, at it is, I think the floor difference between Almiron and Carlin Grant is smaller than the floor difference between a a upper tier midfielder and even a mid tier midfielder. Right. And certainly right. the it, difference between of a, a possible fullback who we'll get to and Scott, you know, Ben Me. But yeah, I think I, I, I think um yeah, I think most people will go Almiron and up. And think we we'll have to safe. see who's in the lineup. I mean, really, it's gonna it's gonna all depend on that. Mm-hmm. We could see Townsend not start. I mean, he didn't last game. Mm-hmm. I think he does. I mean, I I think we're gonna get the expected lineups. I agree. More than than not, mm-hmm. these these teams aren't playing midweek games. These teams aren't playing Champions League or Europa League. Like, I'm more inclined to play McNeil if Goodmanson's out. Yes. And I'm more inclined to play neither if they're both in. But I'd probably play JBG over McNeil if they're both in. Yeah, I mean, if they're both in, you're you're going to play Almiron and Townsend. I am. I'm going to. I think you would. If both, of the, if both JBG and McNeil are in, I think you would be more willing to play Townsend and Almiron. Okay. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see? I think Zaha's a better play I'd than I'd seriously consider. Yeah, but I, either of them, fine. Mm-hmm. Maybe I do play Zaha. Mm-hmm. But I say that and then I don't. Yeah, no, you... <laughs> At least you recognize difference. it, though. Right, and it's like, well, if Townsend's in, I'll just play Townsend. Right, right. And everyone else is a GP. Feel free to find, find some... I mean, this is going to be a low-scoring slate. You want to find that Chris Wood goal... Ashley Barnes at seventy nine hundred. That's why. That's why I think like out of all of these players, I like Rondon at his overpriceness more than any because that's a home attacker versus like an Ashley Barnes. Like Ashley Barnes, I mean, they're playing with two forwards. Rondon typically is the is is the only forward, right? I mean, uh, you know, Yosi's behind him, but I think if if uh, ownership goes towards Callum Wilson and Vardy. Like, I could see people playing Vardy and then a cheaper forward. But I don't see Vardy, Rondon as, especially when you got, you know, you could pair, you're going to play Vardy with Madison. It's like you can't afford a bigger forward anyway. Right. I'm not saying that Rondon, from a, from a like, a matchup perspective, is the best play at all. I'm just going, uh, he could score and it'll be probably twice as, twice as low owned as Wilson and Vardy. But Barnes will be the same thing. And King. Right, and Josh King. But but now you're getting now now but now you're getting a little bit cheaper, cheaper. Yeah. Now you get Batuahi. Now I mean you could fit these guys in easier. Mm-hmm. Like I could consider playing Vardy and Rondon in a lineup where I'm not playing Madison. Well, less you you're not interested in the Lester capture method. Well, only because I think the combination is going to be popular. I'd rather do something like Barnes and Vardy. Okay. Or Gray and Vardy. Like where Madison gets his eight floor points and it's really like Barnes assists to a Vardy brace mm-hmm, mm-hmm. type of thing. And then you get you take Chilwell or something. You know, like you do something like that. But at, at, at midfield, I still think, I'm going to still say it, even on the context of this slate, I think Madison is underpriced. I agree. <laughs> Given the context of the slate, especially, mm-hmm. I think Madison should be over ten thousand on this. Slate. I agree with you. He is the most expensive player, but it's not enough, right? But he's still underpriced. Now, if this slate included like Man City players, then I'd say okay, this maybe he should be ninety six hundred, ninety five hundred, because those guys are going to get a lot of the salary pool. But on this slate, seems like the top option to me. Mm-hmm. Lester's the biggest favorite. I know they're on the road, but they're the biggest favorite, and he's he does everything. Yep. So I mean, like, 
And truthfully, I think Frazier's underpriced. Uh-huh. I think Frazier should be like 8600 This is the same, I mean, this is literally the same conversation we had. Right. The forward should be lower priced by maybe four or 500 mm-hmm. And these guys should be higher priced. Yeah, I think it ends up being the same construction, though. So I mean, like, it, right. if, if you <laughs> right. did if you did that, it's just a matter of like, oh, JBG at seven thousand, I'm going to play him, and I'm going to play Townsend at seventy six hundred, and then I'm going to jam in Madison and Frazier. Yeah, I think the conversation is what who the third guy is, the third. And you forward. can play, and if if you punt in some spot, you you can play three. I mean, it's easy. On, e- it's easy if you go below Almiron in in the forward, right. But I'm, I'm gonna. I, it feels like we're having the same conversation, but I I think Richie's at seventy seven hundred is still overpriced. Mm-hmm. I know you do. I think he should be seventy two hundred. I mean, he's still fine. Mm-hmm. And I'll play Richie. Hey, I'll play Richie over JBG. Um, it's just a matter of that Richie isn't forward. Right, 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 exactly. Like I'm just saying, like like that. I'll play Milivojevic. JBG, JBG lost his forward eligibility last week. Did he? Yeah, he and Sigurdsson. I made like an Iceland and, joke about it. Now he's a forward again. All right, now mind. he got it back. Well, that's okay. what happened. Yeah, he complained. But I'll play Milivojevic over Richie. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Guaranteed penalty, right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it happens. It just uh, why, 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 why fight against it? It's crazy. Nine of his ten goals this year from the penalty. Well, uh, but, but that happened last year also. Sheesh. Just uh, how many penalties does Crystal Palace get? All of them. All of them, apparently. Yeah. It's, it's outrageous. But it also helps the fact, I know maybe I'm late in the party, it also helps the fact that there's no ambiguity now of who takes set pieces for Crystal Palace. Early in the year, you'd see Luca take some and Townsend take some. Max Meyer, when he's mm-hmm, on, would mm-hmm. take would yeah, poach that's some. over now. Now, now, now it's, if, if, he's, if Milivojevic is on the field, he's taken every free kick and every quarter kick. Um, Milivojevic uh, is the only midfielder or forward in the Premier League this season to play every minute. The only. The only one. Well, there you go. So, of course, on Saturday, when we play him, mm-hmm. he comes off at 60. Yep. Because he's tired now. Right. Yeah. Now he's tired. Now he's tired. Yeah. Yeah, but he's the only Let's, one. Can someone send a memo? To, to DraftKings operations on, on telling me why Tillman's used <laughs> to be over 7,000? Um, I think the only reason... I mean, the guy has made the score sheet in through four of five games, so that's why. Right, he's got an assist, like, yeah. on the, well, against Burnley, three points, but then but he had an assist, goal, assist, yeah. assist, and then this was like a four-shot game. Four I, fouls I actually will make the argument, or I will argue, yeah. that Tielemans is efficiently or accurately priced. But if, or or if you accept that seventy five hundred is his true price, Madison should be eleven thousand. Right. Well, that it's all in, it's all, it's all yeah. in relation. I wouldn't complain if, if Tielemans was sixty eight hundred and go okay. But I'm saying I think he's actually fair for this slate. It's that Madison is so underpriced, right? In comparison, it's like I don't know how you, I don't know how you're taking Tielemans, right? When Frazier is seventy eight hundred, right? Like it's three hundred dollar difference. Like Frazier should be nine thousand if Tielemans is going to be seventy five hundred, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and Milivojevic should be eighty two hundred. Yes, like it should. Like I it just that these guys. Like I don't see myself take like or it's like David Brooks. 6900 like why are they so close to guys that should be more expensive mm-hmm. but they priced up Aaron Moy though right like Aaron Moy is efficient on this slate yep do you think he is more efficient than or you think Milivojevic is underpriced i think Milivojevic probably sh- on if you're going to make Madison and Frazier 7800 Milivojevic is well Madison's 9000 he's not and that's a Madison no, Frazier is a in, decent in, difference. In comparison, like Milivojevic shouldn't be higher than Frazier. Right. But he shouldn't be low he shouldn't be lower than Moy. But I'm just saying the difference between Moy and Milivojevic is not big enough for me. Six hundred. I'm gonna try to find the six hundred. Gotcha. 
But I mean, I'll, I'd rather play Moy over Almiron, but Almiron obviously is forward eligible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's no way I pay 6400 for Ashley Westwood. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? I'm I'm pretty positive. People pretty did. positive. Two and a quarter points last last slate. Mm-hmm. Way to go. Mm-hmm. Just edged out Juan Mata. Right. Who was popular. Very popular. But he never disappoints. So, that, I mean, that's not no, surprising. No, I... I thought I would be the schmuck. I'm like, mm-hmm. I guess I'm playing Mata, and no. I'm going down in my and expecting. Group of that day. I expected, I expected to go. Okay, let, I expected to be punched in the face by like, oh, let me take a look at my double ups and see, like, yeah, five percent Mata. Right. It's like, okay, I I fell into it. Yeah, I'm the no. schmuck. You know, you know me too well. Mm-hmm. Fall mm-hmm. into the one Mata trap, and apparently everyone came with. Me. Yeah, not everybody. <laughs> I was not remotely close to that trap. I fell into plenty of other traps. Right, but I still, I, I didn't I did find anyone. Mm-hmm. Right. You'll say that, like, oh, I just did it because of the salary. I, was I wasn't doing it because of the points. ownership. Like, I can understand. It's like, well, I guess I had to play Wad Mata at 4,200 if everyone else will. I didn't expect anyone else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm just like, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm just going to be the schmuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is optimal. Mm-hmm. And then everyone, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, I guess everyone else thought the same thing. Yeah. Nope. Nope. I would not be opposed in cash, if need be, to play Harvey Barnes at 6000 I don't think it's optimal, but I, w- I don't think it's crazy. I... On given this slate. I, I understand that. Uh, I don't think it's really that viable. I, I think it's viable. I just don't think it's optimal. No, I actually don't even think it's viable. I think How if you're going to pay, I think you if you're going to look, I'm pressing the X. I'm pressing the. I look, it's in, it's in, it's viable. I can do it. No, I think if you're going to pay six thousand for Barnes, you're better off paying five thousand for Ndidi. I'm not paying five thousand for Ndidi. Mm-hmm. What are you kidding me? That's fine. I, I don't. I don't think Barnes makes sense in any in any build. Really? In cash. Well, it's better than Alex Pritchard. I, I didn't. I didn't think Pritchard was. I mean, Pritchard makes sense. Right, we didn't out. think that either. Right. Well, it's better than Ashley Westwood. Yeah. Um, I will. But give you get dropped. There's no one in this range. Like at midfield, it goes six thousand fifty nine hundred fifty seven. It's like a drop drops off a cliff. Yeah. You know who's like, in this range? No, if you want to pay, if you want to pay anywhere between four in the mid four thousands, there's literally no one. Yeah. Do you know who's? And it drops off the people that you. Who the hell? What? Sure, Philip Billing, thirty nine hundred. Let's go. No. Have fun. Do you know who's in this range that makes sense? Carlin who's Grant in, in a forward spot. Right. Well, that's the point that you're making mm-hmm. from before. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he's in the starting lineup, uh, there's no reason not to play John Joe Shelby at 3,900. I uh, Other than he fills up, it's the opportunity cost yes. of a midfield yep. spot. He will, he will be owned by everyone who pays up at both forward spots. Right. The same thing with Brady. It's like yes. it's the same situation. Yep. Like Shelby will. I mean, if Shelby's in, I know you're not going to play Matt Ritchie as a cash option. Correct. I mean, you still he, he still has tons of open play value. Obviously. Yeah, but it's not. It's for the price. You're not getting. He's right, priced for the price. For the he's seconds. already he's already priced for that. Yeah. Shelby isn't exactly. You know what's going to be great is when um, Shelby and Brady are in. And people are like, oh, I'll play both because now I can pay up everywhere. And it's yeah, like, oh, now who? you don't pay have Frazier, now you don't have, or Madison. Yeah, no, you can't even spend your salary. You're playing right. up at two defender spots and goalkeeper, and that's not going to be optimal. Yeah, that's what we said earlier this week, and Pogba ruined everything. Uh, well, that's because they priced everyone too low. Yeah. And then you're dead after. I don't know who the hell you'd possibly play underneath this. Uh, I mean, there's not barely there's nobody... even a starter. Will you play key if Shelby and Richie don't start? No, no. He has no he has no open play value. So? He never did. You played him plenty. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think that happens. I don't think you're gonna see a line, a non Richie line. I, I agree. don't I just I agree. don't I just don't even I think just that needed happens. I needed your uh, your key opinion on, on the record. Right. Here. But in the midfield, you you agree that the priority is Madison. And Frazier. Okay, well, that was the second question mm-hmm. I was going to say. 
Like, is is there a build that you view? No, without Madison, no. With the, no, no, without Frazier. Oh, 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 um, like, do you play Madison Milivojevic, Moy? Do you play? You know, do you do something like that? I don't or if Shelby is in, you're playing like Madison Milivojevic, Shelby, and then you're, you're, you're playing. I don't think Townsend. there is a strong enough uh, case that Milivojevic or Moy or Richie or if you somehow have the extra spots and Townsend, you want to play them in a midfield spot. Like, I don't think any of those guys are better than Frazier. Well, I, even with the matchup, like I look at it and I go, Bermuth is at home playing Burnley. Yeah. Like that's the kind of matchup where you're like, can I play Callum Wilson in cash? The answer is no, but like, I mean, obviously it's... No, but I'm just even talking just from a peripheral perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, get, I know. But I'm just saying, like, actually, give up shots actually, and all that, yeah. Frazier is in probably a better spot than Madison is in. Sure. I mean, Madison just has so much production that it doesn't even matter yeah. what the matchup is unless it's against maybe a top six side. Mm-hmm. And even then, depending on the price, it's, he's possibly playable. Yeah, I guess I, I just don't see it being optimal to not have Madison and Frazier. Okay. In GPP, obviously, you could fade these guys if you want. And and I, we said it two weeks ago. They each have like a decent upside pivot in Barnes and Brooks. Right. But, I, I, yeah, I, I struggle to to see a build where I don't have one of those guys. Like whenever I go through and I build a lineup, I go back to the to all. And I'm like, all right, who... Who am I fading basically on this slate? And if I saw Madison or Frazier on the list of guys I was fading, I'm like, why am I doing that? What am I getting? And I don't see myself getting anything. Right. But I think I think that the second question after the Frazier thing is Is Aaron Moy that third midfielder? Is it worth finding the six hundred to getting Milivojevic? Because Huddersfield have been officially relegated. Yes. I mean, they've known it for weeks. Yeah. I mean, they weren't going to get any of those, what, they were 20 points back? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, stupid. Uh, most of the players, just understand that in, in, in soccer, that when a team gets relegated, like, so, pe- people are still playing for transfers and contracts and stuff. Mm-hmm. So there, there may be some people that are like, well, now they have nothing to play for, so... Why am I going to play from a team that has nothing? Well, first off, you may see different lineups. Sure. You may see that, but we we can't predict that. And secondly, uh, the players still want to play well because, like, maybe they'll get transferred to a Premier League side or a recently promoted side that happens next year. Right. So they they don't want to not play well and then be like, well, I guess I'm stuck on this team in the championship. I mean— a lot of these guys were on the championship team last year anyway. Right. But like, right. I mean, most of these Huddersfield guys aren't even like these are none of these guys have release clauses. <laughs> right. Like, I can't see any <laughs> of these guys have re- right. Right. If, right. Release clauses is in your contract that if, if uh, your team gets relegated, that your contract is automatically, you're automatically released. Right. Um, I just don't, I think the problem sort of is that there's too much season left. Like it's it's not like there's two games and they're like oh we'll just like forget it like they have five six games left so right. it's not like you know they if they give up now it's it's like a miserable two months mm. no one and a half months I still I'm, li- no, I'm, I'm, I'm more I, likely I just think I'm more likely to go up to, and try to get Milivojevic than have Moy I think the the that if I'm gonna have but are you gonna play Townsend and Milivojevic eh, possibly why not okay. That's all. I mean, I think that's the when you are thinking about Milivojevic, it's more uh, how much, and not not that you can't have more than one Crystal Palace piece, but you end up with like the how much Crystal Palace am I going to have? Right. And it's possible. I mean, we had this conversation two weeks ago with the if you think Zaha and Townsend are both individually good plays, maybe you can just play both, but you're not going to play both and Milivojevic. And so it's do right. you want to well, play Milivojevic? I'm also and not. Zaha? I'm, 
I can't play both in Milivojevic because I already have Madison and Frazier in my lineup, and Zaha and Townsend are 8K players. Mm. I wouldn't be able to fit all of that. Right. You can't with your two center, two twenty eight hundred dollars center backs. Right. I think that the the only defender, the, I mean the Leicester defenders, the fullbacks are the only ones that, yeah. If I guess if I have the money, the drop off in prices is dramatic. Just as you go right. down the well, list, because they're the only ones worth anything. Right. Well, of course. You just tend not to see like the ninth defender priced at like forty three hundred. Right. But I think the popular options at, at Defender going down is going to be in the around 4K. I'm going to tell you the two highest-owned defenders in cash games. Chris uh, Lerva. One, yeah, one of them is low slash Lerva. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hope it's not Van Anholt again. Yep, Patrick Van Anholt. Yeah, yeah I could. Yeah, yeah. I'm also going to say I think Juan Bissaka will outscore both low Lerva and Van Anholt. I'd I'd rather play Brian Bissaka than Van Anholt. I absolutely for thirty three for only two hundred dollar difference. Mm-hmm. Like if uh, truthfully, I'm the type of player that's like, uh, give me thirty five hundred dollar Phil Bardsley. Yeah. Oh, you love Phil Bardsley. But I'm saying at least he's better than the, the center. But hey, if he's is in he, the lineup, give is me. He? Get, I don't know. Whatever. Get, give me Stankovic. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Now we're cooking. See, that's what I was talking when you're, you're dismissing these center backs. Do you know why you can't play go, Stankovic? Why? Because now you're playing Stankovic and Lowe. And, oh, well, I guess you're not playing Moy. Right. Just give me all the Huddersfield. What could go wrong? Yeah. They used to be great. We used to have no problem. Phil Billing was 6,000. Deserved. Right. Deserved. Yeah. It was always deserved. Stankovic didn't even start last week, so who knows? I just, yeah. I just think uh, uh, all the stuff with Huddersfield depends on their lineup. Mm-hmm. We see sometimes they put three in the back, they put four in the back. Someone they're playing four center backs. Lowe could be playing in a in an attacking position. He could be playing as a wing back. He could not be in the lineup. Yeah, Tommy Smith could be a, could play as one of the three center backs. He could be playing as a fullback. You don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm more likely like Lowe is never going to be playing as a center back. Correct in a center back three system or anything. Mm-hmm. So as long as Lowe is in. The same thing you could say, even say for Derm, although I'd rather have Low than Derm. Like these are Derm is not playing. Like you don't have to look at the formation. Like these these are the two guys where if they're in, they're they're playing or like or, or like Hadadjanaj, Hadadjanai. Why can't Huddersfield get players that you could pronounce their names just by looking at them? With dots over the letters and everything, it it, it sounds so American. Of me, it really, right? I was just about to say, right? Because really, I'm complaining about people that that, that don't have American names, yeah, whose names aren't Jordan Cooper, right? Mm-hmm. Like a nice, a nice young man like DeAndre Yetzel, like that's an easy to pronounce name. Tim Ream, yeah. easy, easy. Yeah. <laughs> Any other Americans? Uh, no, we're not good enough to play in this league. Right, that's right. But we have good enough names yeah. that are easy to pronounce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I hope Van Anholt isn't trying. That that I, I the thing was is that uh, last week I did play him. Yeah, in so Cavs. did I. And and of course you get the bailout. Everyone gets the bailout yeah. goal at once. Yeah. And we knew all knew it was a mistake because like seventy minutes in, he has one point. He was horrible. Right. Well, I mean, we all knew it. Yeah. But I mean, he was the cheapest. Fo- I mean, he was like thirty seven hundred. Like, and 30, I, well, you 30, had to go no, down there. Yeah. 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 And you yeah. had to go down there. So it's like, <clears throat> what's funny is same. that with Van Anhol is specifically the one that there are like so many people who look at like a per 90 average for either the, the raw stats or fantasy points. And like, there really isn't a reason to ever think Van Anhol is good. Like if you, if his name was anything else, and you saw his stat lines, you'd be like, why would I ever take this guy? But for people who play have played long enough, know that he can sometimes do what he did last week. And they're like, I'll, I'll fall in this trap again. Yes. I will pay 3,900 for two points because right. I know, but it's right, like, this is not cash. He's the opposite of the cash play. And yet we always play him in cash, but it was so cheap. 
That's that's the reason for his upside. Well, that's you take for a his look upside. At, that's yeah, but point. you take a look. But but no, no. But hold on, hold on. It it makes sense because in comparison, like if you take a look at this slate and you go per nineties versus like Adam Smith or 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 Nathaniel Klein, it probably looks about the same. But you don't look at it, you don't go well. Nathaniel Klein could show up with a sixteen point game. You, you know he's not. But Alex Van Anholt is like it. it you're comparing him to the, the other players in that range. And, like, even last week, if you had to compare him to any other $3,700 player, it's like, well, the, all these guys have two or three-point floors. But at least Van Anholt has, like, some goal-scoring upside. But that's, The rest of these guys are nothing. But that's why, like, when you look at him, though, you shouldn't be looking at him of, like, would I rather play Nathaniel Klein? You're saying, would I rather play Harry Maguire? Like, right. like no, he, he I, no, I agree with back. that. What the, every consideration that you have for Van Anholt is what you apply to a center back. Like he has a two point right. floor, but he's got goal upside. So like, why are we actually paying up for Van Anholt at thirty? No, well, that's why we didn't. We paid down for him. We paid thirty seven hundred. That's well, up that's versus down. A, that's it's down, down for a fullback, right? But we're not com- we're, the the considerations that go into why would I take Van Anholt are center back conversations. That's correct, but he's center back price thirty seven hundred. No center back 32, 33. No, no, we've seen center back thirty four hundred. Tarkowski thirty three. Fabian Schar is forty three hundred, and he has like nine goals this year. Well, he's also out. Yeah, but whatever. Like, yeah. But I'm saying, but but he's he would be he's priced up. Kieran Clark is four thousand. That's crazy. But anyway. But it's not much difference. Like, yes. oh, I, I'm going to take Johnny Evans instead. It's Zanka. It's only $200 there you go. Difference. Zanka's 32. Okay, if he plays. He has upside, goal upside. Why are we talking about I this? I have no idea. This is what happens when we have the exact same slate from two weeks ago. Um, what do you do at goalkeeper, though? I think you play whoever you want. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, but it's a three-game slate. I'm more inclined to pay You're not going to pay but you You're not going to. But you can't. No. But you can't. You're going to play Tom Heaton. That's correct. Mm-hmm. He's. I think he's going to be the most popular goalkeeper. Sure. Why not? It's the right you're price. Not play, you're not going to play Hamer again? Um, Is that how you pronounce his name? I don't know. He's not American. I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> Lossel has a funny thing over his thing. I don't know how to pronounce that. He, Coleman. Um, he sounds like someone I'd rather play. He could have, I could pronounce his name. Who? Coleman. Oh. The third keeper oh, for Coleman, yeah. yeah. Um I was wondering if I played How many Hamer, Burnley keepers are there? Points, what so what do they do? Why are they snacking keepers at Burnley? There's five goalkeepers? <laughs> Is Joe Hart that bad? I was gonna say it, it the the list the fact that there are five Burnley goalkeepers here um makes you realize how unnecessary Hart was. Because like probably I mean Heaton and Pope are definitely better than Hart. People were trying to convince me on Twitter a few weeks ago why Hart was like a necessary purchase for Burnley. He's I just not. couldn't. I just couldn't even pay attention. Well, I, well, Heaton was injured. I think that was the big thing. Didn't matter. Well, no, he, uh, injured Heaton is probably better than Hart. Right. Heaton was like close to coming back. Pope was hurt, and they were like, "What were they going to do? Play Lindegard?" And it's like, "Yeah, that's what you do. You're Burnley." Yeah, but look. Doesn't but, but, but looking at this, it's like you're probably not going to be able to spend up. So. Uh, I just don't I, think there's are, a reason to. Like, there's no, no I don't overwhelming think there's a reason to either. To, yeah. No. Because even Schmeichel at 5,500 is an away keeper. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure, I guess. But, I mean, they're minus one four. I mean. Do you know why you can't play Schmeichel? Because you're playing Carlin Grant. I mean, you could play him against it. And Cash, who cares about the cannibalization as much? I mean, but you're not going. If you're playing Carlin Grant, you're probably not also paying down in another midfield spot, so you could pay fifty five hundred for a goalkeeper. No, you are paying. Right? Up. No, you play Grant, so you can pay, th- so you can get Madison Frazier and Millivoy. Right. Well, which which means you get all of that, and you and you don't have enough money to even pay up a goalkeeper. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like when it's oh well, if you're playing Carlin Grant, that means you can't play Schmeichel. No, well, you're not. You can't play Schmeichel because you only have like forty five hundred left. Right. That's why I'm looking. I'm going that the popular goalkeepers are going to be Heaton and Hammer. Mm-hmm. Hammer, Hammer. It's probably Whatever. like Hammer, Hame. Or maybe it's like Hames. 
And I think you could play Heaton. I mean, if you think in terms of uh, yeah, Frazier and uh, Heaton, of, like Frazier and Heaton, like someone that uh, a lot of open play crossing and set pieces. Mm-hmm. Like that's not good. He's not goal dependent. But the same thing you could say about you can Hummer. say about anybody. Yeah, There's, right. Uh, you can Madison, play Dubrovka and Milivojevic. You can play Begovic right. and McNeil or Goodmanson or Brady or whoever. Right. The whole slate is like that. Yeah. So it's just whatever you got left, that's that's your goalkeeper. Yeah. As long as it's not the goalkeeper that Andrew played. Mm-hmm. I might play Coleman, actually. And so you at least guarantee yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What'll be funny is when he makes the bench and then Hamer gets hurt and Coleman comes in and gives up four goals. No, that 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 I would love for that. That, that would be that peak would be me, my goalkeeper strategies. Right. Where I take the backup. Hopefully, the backup comes in, in and yeah. gives up four goals. Yeah. Hopefully, he's just not in the lineup, not in the eighteen. Maybe I should start doing that. I'll have to look into that. All right. Anybody has any follow up questions for Jordan? He is on Twitter at BlenderHD. That's Blender Head, if you were pronouncing it. Um, I'm at Rotowire Andrew. Uh, available in the Rotowire Discord as well, which is available to all subscribers. Just go to rotowire.com slash chat to join. Jordan, thank you for all that, and good luck this weekend. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.